Hello and welcome back to the Talk is 3D podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Hickey. Today, joined by Kevin Coyley. Darren is away in Leeds on uh, international duty. And we were supposed to have either Mark Ludden or Enda, but they both couldn't make it today. So just myself and Kevin for a, a short podcast just to get back into the swing of things. Kevin, how have you been? Fairly confused at the minute, Jamie, because I forgot that I can only actually hear the music before you talk when I listen back on the podcast. So just there when we were about to get started, I was waiting for the music to play first. And you just start to talk. <laughs> well, I'll do the music. I, I forget the music. Actually, it's been so long. <laughs> I forget what the music is. Um, you start using the Andrew Tate music. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin, I suppose since we last spoke, uh, it's been a pretty kind of successful end to the season and kind of good start to the, the signing so far. Um, I suppose just to sum up last season, FAI Cup semi-final where we nearly took Derry to extra time and then the playoffs where the, I suppose again the first leg killed us the refereeing decision poor refereeing decision get back in the game with a penalty then and then concede a couple of uh, sloppy goals and then new below in Waterford so how would you kind of sum up the end of last season? Yeah look it was another great season um, I think the whole FAI run and the fuck uh, putting it up to Derry and all was absolutely brilliant. You know, I think that added an extra, an extra kind of layer. Like the the, the first season was brilliant with the playoffs and with all we done in the league, but really that whole the whole FAI Cup run and just the fact that we didn't just go up and get absolutely bit around the place by Derry made it a great day. I think it added just an extra layer of enjoyment to last season. And I'm trying to think there now. I can't think back to. What was the what was the ref decision against Waterford again? The first league? Colin Conroy tackle where he wins the ball and your man runs into him. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! I <laughs> I knew there was something I couldn't think of. Oh, stop! Thank God we didn't do a card of pod straight after that. That was one of the worst decisions I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, like you exactly. like you can't like, and I know people can say like, and I'm not one. Usually, I'll even come on. I might disagree with yourself or Darren, or I might disagree with people about certain ref decisions, but honestly, not even take out my treaty by it. That was one of the worst decisions I've ever seen on a football pitch, ever, at any level. Yeah, like, I remember looking back, I think Michael Hearn put up the video, and Colin slid in a good three seconds, won the ball, and because of the wet night, he kept sliding, and your man ran into yeah, like, What do you want him to do? Disappear. Like, literally, he studs one, Sean, he kicked the ball, so his leg was now fit, like, he's... Colin's leg was actually facing, his studs were facing towards the stand. Yeah. And my man was coming straight on him. So, like, it's just like, what do you expect the young fella to do? It was ridiculous. And, like, it was one of those ones where you could tell when you were in the stand, that's a ridiculous decision. But when you see it back, my God. Like, he literally won the ball about two feet before. My man, it was impossible to stop. And he didn't, like, charge into him. Like, he didn't, like, slide an extra two or three feet with his studs up in the air. He's, he actually... You can see in the video him pull his foot away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's not like he kept his leg out, outstretched or anything like no, that. He, he literally could not have done any better in the situation to keep to keep the other fella safe. He couldn't have, like... Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and then, obviously, just look, I suppose, the result that left us a bit too much to do. Now, by half-time in the second leg, it looked like we, we might have had something, but then Waterford's clash. Serious squad. Serious money down there. Yeah, the to be honest, I expected Waller. Like from from seeing them halfway through the season onwards, I thought they'd be in the Premier right now. 
Yeah. I, like, I, from in my opinion, not because they beat us in the playoffs. Running, my genuine opinion is from from when they got their whole managerial thing and ownership sorted, they were by far the best team in the division. I, I think yep. they were far more impressive any time. I think they were far better than Cork any time I've seen them, to be honest. And that's not... Yeah. You know, Cork were very good as well on their day, but I, I, I think Waterford were another level again. But look, it should, there's no choice. It shows how tough it actually is to, to get out of the division with, with all their money and with all their very, very talented players they obviously have. Do you know they, couldn't get the job done against UCD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I suppose, Kevin, that kind of raises the question, and I saw it when the FAI announced their format again for this year, about the two-legged, I suppose, playoff semi-finals, then the playoff final, then the relegation promotion. Is is it too much for a team, like, in a short space of time? Or do you think, like, in my opinion, I think it's great to be there because it brings fans. If you're in that top four, you have two games or one game to generate a serious revenue for your club and, and bring Yeah, look, when when I first heard of it and all, I thought that as well. I was like, no, nah, this is a bit stupid. This is this and that. But then when you actually see it in action, like, and it, it, it keeps nearly half the league actually interested with something to play for going to the thing. You know, like near the end there, there was ourselves. Um, it was between ourselves. Was it Bray and Wexford, wasn't it? Was it, was it Bray? It was in there with, with us and Wexford at the end of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah well, Bray, yeah, Bray. No. I think once we beat Bray up there, we knocked them out of it, let's say, but... Yeah, but well, us and Wexford were right till the end, you know. Yeah, kind of yeah. a thing, and it, it kept both clubs interested, kept both sets of fans, you know, had a bit of a buzz going around, and it's great for things like that. And look, you can say that as well that it's a bit too much and this and that, and like, but like when you look at it as well, look, the teams who have been playing in the playoffs, um, like I think you look at it last season, there was full time teams from the first division. This year, you look at Water for the full time team with the budget they have. And you know they, they they couldn't get past UCD. You know, yeah. You, yeah. you know, you like with the squad they have, with with everything they have, being full time and all. I I don't think they can blame having to play extra two games. To be honest, I, I don't think they can. You know, or no three no. games. Well, I suppose three games. I suppose if you count the both legs of the the things, but you know, it's only three games. And when you think about it, last year as well, how many games did they only play? Was was twenty something last year, wasn't it? Yeah, we we had a reduced amount of fixtures last year. Yeah. Yeah, so there's going to be there's going to be a lot more games this year before we ever we ever even get to the playoffs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I suppose, yeah. And look, moving on from that, start of this season, Kevin, we were kind of all a bit anxious at the start. Um, no signings coming in the door when you looked at the likes of Waterford and Galway getting their signings in out of the way, and you heard, oh, geez, we were linked with him, but he's gone to Galway now, or he's gone to Waterford, or else. Um, but then once they started coming, they were coming fairly thick and fast, and we have another one being announced. Pretty soon as well, so it's been to be fair, a true bit of business from Tommy in this uh, preseason. Yeah, look, I under like myself even I got it a bit more more so because I think we had such talented players that we knew other teams were interested in. But again, I think it's we lost the run of ourselves a small bit with, with the way some people carried on anyway. And like I, I kind of caught on to myself after complaining for a day or two. Like we are what we are, you know. There's no point in keeping on about it. We know what we are at this stage. We we can't we can't be expecting to do business in the same way as the likes of Galway and Waterford. But at the same time, I understand when you have lads like Inla and Mark, and you, you know you know the bigger clubs in the division, and maybe even higher again are going to be looking from you. Be a bit anxious, but to to keep the lads we have so far um, was that was that was the main thing for me is to keep the best of what we had. Obviously, Inla was the massive one because I think anyone in the division 
would have taken in there. And rumours are that Waterford did make a massive push for him. Um, you'd assume Galway probably did, you know, uh, yeah. stuff like yeah, that. So to, Galway, so, yeah. yeah, so to keep to keep to keep him was absolutely huge, you know. And then we we've kept really the majority of of our main players. I know we lost Jack. I know that was to. Longford, I know we knew about the other lads, Jack and Joe, already last year. You know, um, yeah. Callum is a Callum is a big loss as well. But I think when you look at then, like losing Jack Lynch, and but we've replaced him with an unbelievable signing. I don't know how the club have managed to to pull it off. A man who's been playing Premier football for for ages and ages and ages. He's he's top quality. Like Ryan Connolly is an unbelievable signing. I couldn't believe it when, when I heard that they were after signing him. I honestly couldn't like us. I, I had caught wind of some someone that there was rumours going around that there was a big signing coming. They wouldn't tell me who, but even at that, I, I wouldn't never have told someone of the quality of Ryan. So, you know, you look at you've replaced that, you've replaced that there. Um, Jack, that's one replaced with Jack. Then Joe Collins obviously gone. Another very very good signing there to come in Connor Barry, who I think gave us all sorts of problems with Wexford even last year. You know, he's another quality player. Yeah. Like, that's a great replacement there for Joe. Um, talk is that an old favourite could be coming back to town sometime in the next few weeks to, to replace um, I know Callum some people count him as a midfielder but he played most of last season at centre back yeah yeah. so you know there's, there's meant to be an old face that, that uh, we're big fans of here on the podcast coming back to to replace that hopefully please God so if we you... can just get a decent goalkeeper as well then we've replaced everything that's went so far really well yeah, this fella used to captain Spain. If if anyone doesn't know who we're who we're That's talking about, <laughs> young, Ser- young Sergio, young, young Sergio. Um, but yeah, Kevin, I suppose when we talk about outgoings as well, it'll be Jack Brady, Jack Lynch, Joe Collins, kind of, <clears> of um, Callum. Um, is it, just off the top of my head, but you've the majority. I think we've twelve or thirteen signings. Um, at the minute, uh, in the door. You look at Bradev, 25 or 26 in the door. Wexford have a good bit of business done. But, like you said there with the goalkeeper, we and, and even I'd like to see Sean Aguirre's back, we still have a bit to do in just kind of making sure we have that strength and depth going forward. Oh, we do, yeah. We do, look. But that's, that's League of Ireland, you know. Like, I think it sounds it sounds horrible at the start when you name out the lads that are gone because, you know, they've, they've given us a great year and... Um, some of the lads are there, you know, from the start. McKean was another one, actually. I just thought of him. Like, you know, the lads are there from the start, so obviously they'll be missed and all. But look, we've we've started off very, very well in in putting the squad together. Now, I don't think anyone could be complaining at all. I don't think we've signed a single player so far that you'd look at and say they're not they're not a good quality player for this division. Or there's no one where you're scratching your head and thinking why in the name of Christ do we after signing him. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the, the, the new signings, the two new signings so far, Ryan and Connor were great additions. And obviously, Ryan is the big, big name, and that came as a shock, and it was unbelievable. But I think it's it's the likes of Connor are the, are the impressive ones. That, you know, the time he's able to go out and think think of that and find him and, and bring in people like that. And I don't know what the fuck Tommy be saying to players, but managing <laughs> to, like, I, I like it's. It, it's it's as good as two or three new signings keeping likes in the current. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like you you can look at what you want, and I know Bray have signed some very good players. Um, Wexford have signed some good players, but even looking at that, I don't think off the top of my head now I I, I could have forgot some big name going to one of them. But like the teams that'll be around us, like forget Waterford, forget Galway, 
But the teams that will be around us, I don't think any of them have signed anyone new that is anywhere near the quality of in the corner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the only other you know, like, and, and and they've made some good signings. Don't get me wrong. Do you know they've made some good signings, but there's yeah. none of them in the corner. No, that's true. I, I suppose when you say big signings, the only ones that come to the top of my head is I suppose for Bray's Day and Massey. And like with that Premier Division experience, then you've Connor Levinson going to uh going to Wexford with Premier Division experience. But other than that, nothing really yeah. kind of. No, they're good signings. Up they're, they're yeah, they're good signings. Do you know, they're they're good signings for them for them um for teams. Obviously, Dale Massey is what he's done in the league with Dundalk and all is unbelievable. I think he was very good last year, even for Drada. Do you know? So, like they, they've made some good signings, Chris Lines and and stuff like that. But do you know, uh, like all this the stuff about who we've lost, and I know we've lost more, but for all the good signings Wexford have made, they've lost Jack Doherty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which which is which is a killer blow because that's as if we lost. Uh, that's if Indus Inda went somewhere else, or if Willie Armshaw went somewhere else, or something like that. You know, it's 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 a massive blow to them. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I don't think like as much as Conor Livingston is is a good player, and you know, I don't think they've signed anyone to the standard of of Jack Doherty yet to have replaced him. You know, like you think yeah. about it, right? Who we have to replace? Like Jack Brady is a big one, obviously having to replace people of that quality, but imagine if we were still sitting there having to try and find a replacement for it's impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's there's 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 not many like him to be fair. Um yeah and, and we've managed to keep Dino. Like I, I said I tweeted a few there about a week or two ago like there's I'd say every club in the division would take Dean and George. Yeah. Dean and George? Dean and Inda. <laughs> 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 Fuck that's his. I'm blaming Dean. I'm blaming Dean for that for having two first names. <laughs> um, yeah. So look, like you said, shaping up pretty well. Um, just you mentioned the Jack Doherty there. That is some coup by uh, Cove and, and Shane Keegan to get him down there. I'm furious. <laughs> I know. Like I've seen, like I've seen a few people complaining and. I think that that about treaty not getting. Look, God knows what happened. You know, like yeah. if we had any interest, if we tried, you know, there's a lot of things come into play. Like I'm not sure if Shane Keegan, the manager, the first brought Jack to to Wexford. I can't remember, but like I would have killed, I would have killed to have Jack Doherty here. I said it yeah. from the start of last season. You know, I think he's an unbelievable player. I think if we if we could have put him in the team, which what else we already have, and with the qualities we know we have there, it would have been unbelievable. But my God, what a signing for Cove. What a yeah. signing for Cove. And, and I don't begrudge him because the people down in Cove are, are great football people, top to bottom, you know. So I'm delighted from now that they, hopefully they get something that excites the people down there and hopefully the people down there properly get behind that club as well because they're a great club. And, and you know, but what a signing. Lads. If anyone from Cove who has any inkling of anything about League of Ireland must be so excited of that one. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's a it's a brilliant signing for them. When, um, when you think when you think about it, like when when Jack put up his his things saying goodbye basically to Wexford, like a fairly realistic um, destination at the time, what people were talking about was Cork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so like so fair play to them. That's unbelievable signing from them all together. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose looking back at ourselves, Kev, um, a question came to us last week. Um, from Robert McNamara, it said, if you had to pick your, say, starting eleven from the club's first two years, 
who would you have in your starting eleven? Oh, right. I'd say the best way now to do this is I'm going to rattle through it fast first, and then you can see if you disagree with me, and we'll see. Did I, yeah. did I miss anyone? Yeah. Uh, Ty Green, Charlie Fleming, Sean Gairns, Anthony Bannon, Lods, um, say Callum, Jack, Sean McSweeney. Oh, see, I hate doing this now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to leave. So I'm gonna have to leave someone else that I don't want to leave out. But I hate putting people in the wrong position just to squeeze them in. So the front three, I'm gonna go Willie, Inda, and Stephen Christopher. If you want, if you're wanting people, you can put Dean George there instead of Stephen Christopher. But he's a striker, and I hate putting people into positions. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I know, I, mean, I know. I'm after forget. I'm after forgetting about twenty people, aren't I? I know. I just read. read. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who I'd remove, but I definitely have Lee Devlin in there. Uh, definitely yeah. For that season, and I'd have Dino in there, but I'd still have Stephen Christopher in the team as well. Um, yeah. It's yeah. It's a weird. That's one, yeah. Can we pick two elevens? <laughs> yeah. See, I, I think I done fairly well though. I only had to. I only had to double up on one spot. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think Dino's been absolutely quality, but as, he's a, as look, no offense to Dino, if it comes, if we only have one striker in my team, then, you know, it's just, you can't deny in that he's part. But I suppose Dino has played on the right a few times of the three for us as well. So. as well, yeah, sure. He set up, um, yeah, so. set up Willie. Was it Willie he set up the ball he put through against UCD off the left? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see, it's a tough one. We'll have to get Darren back and you can have a think about it. We'll get Darren back and, and, and get, get our three next week. Well there's well there's yeah, there's twelve anyway for Robert. He can he can work from that anyway. Yeah. And like <laughs> even at that now I'm thinking now to myself. Who are you after? Oh shit, it's hard. I'm after thinking Mark there like Walsh. Mark Walsh. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck. Walsh. You know I think we, I week. think by the, Yeah, by the end of this season, um if you were to, if you were to go again, or like in Ben O'Riordan could be in quite a show as well. It's just that Charlie was unbelievable from the start of yeah. the club, you know. So I think he he earns his spot there. But I think Ben O'Riordan, that's another one actually. He's trying back. I think he I think he's only going to get better and better as well. Yeah, he's been savage, and he loves the club as well. And his parents, everyone seems to love the club around him. So, um, yeah, no, we we'll, we we'll come back next week with Darren. We'll get Darren thinking as well. Darren's going to have something outrageous now as well. I know that, but he's, he'll do something fucking mad, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah so Kevin I suppose we, there's look there's finally going to be announced soon but is there anyone in particular now that you'd love to kind of nail down that you have in your head that you know may be available that you'd love to nail down for if Tommy had the chance to get him like re-signing or no signing whatever you want re-signing new signing Um. well one I feel is about to happen going by the way the club are tweeting in Willie Armstrong I think you know there's, there's no denying Willie is in my opinion outside of outside of one or two that Waterford have I don't think anyone that I've seen last year in the first division comes anywhere close to have been as exciting as Willie is yeah yeah. and and, and he's not just one of these players. Like I, I think some people kind of had the, the opinion at the start that maybe he was just 
the flash and kind of thing. But when he got into the team and he got in the starting team last year, he showed he has the end product. He has what goes with it. You know, he can play full games. He can start games. And I think Tommy actually, like, I know we were pushing for him a lot earlier, but Tommy has played a blinder with how he went about getting William. But near the end of that last season, he was unbelievable at times. You know, he was just unbelievable. Like, he nearly scored the equaliser up in Delhi, but I think the more he played, just he's constantly exciting. He's yeah, he's unbelievable to watch. You know, he's he's worked the price of the season tickets. And go get your season tickets, people. We won't keep saying it. We will keep saying it. But like um, watching, like honestly, but honestly, like, watching Willie alone for a season has worked it. You know, he's he's absolutely brilliant, and he has the actual in product to go with it. It's all just flash and nothing. You know, he has yeah. what goes with it. So, that, so that'd be one. Um, another one. I'd love to see. So I don't really. I can't. I can't think of any. Just do you know who? Do you know Willie's? What was Willie Armstrong's only ninety-minute game he's ever played for Three United? What was it? Derry. He nearly scored. He nearly scored the equaliser in the in the ninety-second yeah, or whatever it was. But that just shows his progression. Like he, he's the end product. He's lasting games now as well. You know. But sure, sure you remember being up there, like the Delhi fans couldn't stop talking about him on the way out of the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm shocked they didn't make like him he's an, to be honest. I'm shocked that he hasn't gone to someone else as well, to be honest. Well, as far as I'm shocked. Oh. <laughs> I know, look, I think from the way the club is talking, if it's not Willie Armstrong, the, the way stand to be burnt down, he won't have to fall down. And as far as what? Oh, doesn't it? You know do you know who I'd like to see, actually? Who's that? Denzel. Yes, yeah, I'd love to see Denzel resign. I'd love yeah. to see Denzel come back and, and get a... Just like, just get a look at him once he's actually fit because the player he was when he was at Cove and when he first went to Shells, I was so excited when we signed him last year. It was a disaster for everyone, which was happening disaster for him. I know Tommy was excited to see him. It was such a big one for the club, so I'd love to see Denzel come back. Yeah. Um, Obviously, just... Just keeping simple ones, Shawnee Gairns. I'd love to see Shawnee Gairns that he signed. Yeah. And two old favourites. I wouldn't mind if we could get Shawnee McSweeney and Anto back. I'd love to see Sticky back, yeah. Sticky and Anto. I'd love to see them back. Um, yeah, Anto, an absolute warrior at the back. See, I know, like, there's, there's probably more, but uh, I, I don't know them because I would have never even thought of Conor Barry. As good yeah, of a yeah. sign it is, I, I, he wouldn't have come into my head until he was announced. And I was like, oh, Jesus, yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. just hope Tommy I hope Tommy can pull off more of that quality. Yeah, exactly. Um and that's yeah, see we're going on Anto there again, like I suppose the only position I thought not that we were a weak at, but we lacked a bit of depth in last year was centre back, like you either had Walshy playing there. Um like when you had Joe Gorman there, you had Shawnee and Joe. And then when Joe left, you to drop Callum or she or someone else back in and you're losing I mean, not that you're losing a midfielder, but then like, well, what if one of them gets injured? What happens then, you know? Yeah, see, you don't think of it at the time because either Callum or Mark were so good at yeah. centre-back. You, you you don't see it as, well, I'll lose in the midfielder. But then you forget that the two lads are absolute quality in midfield as well. So you're like, oh, do you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's one area. Not that we need a better see another centre-back in around the squad. Like, I know we signed Scott Kirkland today. But he'll take he'll take a couple of weeks or a couple of months even he might even take the year to get up to full pace of, of senior league of Ireland like so I definitely think we definitely need another centre back just anyone like yeah, just hopefully hopefully no um 
there's rumours that there's something going on. I don't know how to show on something about fucking with Shani Gairns at work or something like that, but hopefully that gets sorted because he's the yeah. constant from when we yeah. got him. You know, there's been, it feels like there's been a million different people in next him, but he's the constant and he's been constantly brilliant. Nick. And obviously Lodz was number one for captain, but Shani Gairns is my very close number two. If Oh, if, yeah. And if Lodz did end up signing elsewhere, like Shani Gairns is my, my number two by a mile. Like he's a leader on and off the pitch, like, you know. And what about that little bollocks leaving us sweat as well? Who? Lodz took his time, didn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Kevin's not happy, the, man. Like, and that was the first one signed, so that put that to bed. But the rest of them, every time Galway were announcing a new sign, I was thinking, ah, oh, bollocks. <laughs> and two or three times in they said, an old face or this or that, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> we would have been rightly screwed for left back then. We'd have to put uh, Lee Devitt back there out of midfield. I forgot Lee Devitt was signed back. I, said, oh, yeah. I keep thinking of all different good people we have signed back. That's for you. <laughs> Lee against fucking Cork last year was absolutely immense as well away. Lee is brilliant. Yeah. Lee is yeah. absolutely brilliant. He's, he's, he's under, we, we all know he's brilliant, but he's still underrated. Yeah. He does the dirty work, you see. Yeah, he's very, very good. But, he, but then, in, in saying that, though, he has quality as well. Like. Oh, I, his goal against my youth, I was up there and I watched Jesus to see it live. Like it was... Like I said, like, does it, he, he's, he's a, he's, um, he does that a few times though. Like, he, first he'll put in a, a crunch and tackle before you know it, then he's two or three fellas beat, he's halfway up the field. And you're thinking, how do you get there? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, look, I suppose not that it's sorted, but like you'd be fairly confident with your midfields, your kind of strike force, and if Willie signs, you'd be confident with your wingers as well. Dino there who can play out there, Connor Barry, Stephen Christopher, um, success is there too that can play out there, you know. Yeah, so yeah, he's one I'd love. I, I'd love to see break out properly this year. I know we had half a season with him, not even half a season last year, but I think if he gets a few games under his belt, successful, he'll be flying. He's one that I think, it, like, that will really benefit from working with Tommy. Yeah, yeah. He's from from what I hear, from what I hear about him, from people around it is. Confidence is a small bit of an issue with him when it doesn't need to be because he's a very good player. But Tommy, I don't think there's anyone better than Tommy to to get in your head and, and get that sorted, you know? No, yeah, proper people, proper people person. Uh, I just yeah. don't know how. Like, I mean, he's, he's too much of a people person because I don't know how he keeps managing to get these people designed for us. <laughs> Long oh, um, Kevin, I suppose it's look. It's very days yet there hasn't even been pre-seasons or, or a jersey announced or whatever but um, Kerry coming into the league how kind of how do you feel it's great for the people of Kerry I think personally um, but they need people to get behind it I suppose to kind of support the project yeah and we're going to need people like JP McManus with the price of the season to get but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no look um, I think it, I, I think it's great I think it's great for the league as well I think um Kerry, surprisingly, actually, as well, like, they're, they're, they're good footballing people down there, you know, like, and not the football that they're famous for, you know. They have a few few good clubs. There's There seems to always be two or three, if not more, lads from Kerry um, scattered around the League of Ireland, you know. I, know. I know they have basic enough kind of facilities at the minute, but they're, they're fine, you know. They're, they're good. Um, I really hope it takes off and 
know, it's great for us to have someone else near and have another another monster one. You know, we all love going to Cove. Cove is always a great player. I was hoping, kind of myself, that we'd get carry away first game of the season. But I really, I really hope it does take off from now and just not too much. And hopefully, if they, if they, they have a few talented young players, it doesn't take off enough that we can steal them. <laughs> but no, it's the lot thing that I tell you. Though the league is looking strong this year. Yeah, it is. It's looking. I tell you, it's gonna. It could. It, it could be an unbelievable season. Like, like I know Kerry, Kerry won't be up around that, but. Jesus, when you look at it, like there's the two full-time teams again, right? Take them out. But after that, say ourselves, Bray, Longford, Wexford, um, Cove could be, God knows. Um, what they'll be like to start Yeah. But there's going to be a right, there's going to be a right battle on, a right battle on for, for the last playoff spot. Or well, for all the playoff spots at this time, because like, we've gotten stronger, but so have others, you know, like in, yeah, it, it's going it to, look, it looks, it could be like, Perhaps God knows what happens. Will be perhaps could end up being very strong, or or God, no, who, no one knows yet. Like, but they have the potential to be very strong. They always have the potential to be strong. Perhaps like so, throw them in the mix as well. Like it's, it could be a tight league. It could be a tough old year, but it could be very, very exciting. It could be a great season. I, I, it is all the writings of going down to the wire again this year. I think. Like I, I couldn't outside of, right, Galway, Waterford, one, two. You'd imagine. One way or another, right? Well, depends how quickly they sack Carlfield. But um <laughs> right, you said him one too, but like I couldn't with any confidence tell you anything after that, like. No, and that was actually gonna be my next question to you. But in my opinion, Kev, like for the like Galway have had a serious squad for the last two seasons. Do you know? Yeah, they've they've they, unbelievable squads full time, it's just they're no manager. Well they've two managers now. <laughs> yeah, see that could like that could either be exactly what they need. Or I'm hoping an absolute disaster. Like that's two very big personalities. Like you know, and no, like Ali Hagen is a better manager than John Coffey. Like <laughs> let's just be straight about it. Like, he's uh, like it's not like it's not even close. He's a better manager than Coffey. So how long is he going to be happy listening to some clown that he knows he's better than? Like that could blow up in their faces big time. But I'd imagine that's a case of listen. We I think we can all see it. You know. Carlton's replacement is waiting in the wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But John, John no, isn't I stupid. John isn't stupid either. Like he knows his no. replacement is waiting in the wing, so it depends how he takes it. You know. This is it. But I look in my. Not that they'll struggle, but I don't think it's they're nailed on for two. Like I, I actually don't like, like the way I looked at them last year and the year before. Like when we were scraping the bottom of the bar, like when we played them on a Friday Monday twice, like. They could only either ever beat us by a goal, or it was a draw, or we beat them. Like they've never run out. Oh, of never. Listen, no. for for the for the resources and everything they've had the last few years, they've been terrible. Mm. Like even when they beat us, like the times they beat us, their football is atrocious. Like imagine Tommy Barrett had the budget that Caulfield has. Not yeah. even that. Imagine if Tommy, like not even the budget to build a different squad. Imagine Tommy Barrett had the squad that Caulfield had. They'd be playing the best football in the division by a mile. Mm. By a mile, like we like, I know there's times where we have to be tough and we have to scrape it out. We have nothing. Like when we have our full eleven, when we have our quality, the some of the football we play is unbelievable. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I just like and and Tommy, you know, like I'm not saying it as if Tommy's some big name League of Ireland manager or anything. You know, he, I, obviously he's done an unbelievable job with us, and I think Tommy's a very good manager. But like, just just he just using him as an example. Like, there's no way would he be happy. 
with the quality of football they've put out there. And they, they can't even say, well, it's getting results because it's not. Because the results, the only result good enough for Galway the last two seasons should have been promotion. And Premier, I was at the playoff against Waterford in the Marcus Field and he was widely booed off that pitch. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, the Galway fans abused him coming off that pitch. They don't want him. No, 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 no. No, that's, yeah. But yeah, I just don't think, I don't think that, I don't know, just my opinion. Um, <clears throat> I know. But even even outside that, like if I if I was to ask you there, right, separate, like, could you with any confidence tell me who's going to be where in the terms of Finn Harps, Treaty, Wexford, Bray, you know, Longford, like who? Just, who God knows what where that's going to shake out. Like. No, to be honest, I think Waterford will run away with it. I do think they'll run away with it. Um, <clears throat> two, I push. Well. See, this is the hit miss one. Two at the minute, I put Finn Harps. The fact that they're coming down and Dave Rogers is their manager, is a very, very good manager. And you, so whether that'll work or not, I don't know after losing Ryan Connolly. But two at the minute, I put Finn Harps. Three, Galway. Then four, five would be made up, I think, of ourselves, Bray, or Longford or Wexford. No, it's, it's going to be some scrap for fourth and fifth, lads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, then if you look, if if the <coughs> excuse me, if the model Finn Harps are put out isn't going to work, then you have a potentially extra playoff spot there that could be given. Like you know, it's hard to know what way they'll go now after signing this Brazilian lad from Norway. Is it that looks like he's going yeah? To be... But look, we've we've seen we've seen a million of these fellas come over and be absolutely terrible, or he could be unbelievable. Like it's at at the minute, Harps is really. To, to me, Harps are either going to be absolutely brilliant or they're going to be terrible from what I see so far. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But they do. He's kind of specialises in youth and that's the kind of approach he's going at the minute anyway. Um, oh, I've no, I've no doubt from, from knowing his record in football and that's why he's like, I, I know Dave, well, no, I don't know Dave, but um, like I've seen Dave since he came down and played with Limerick FC and absolutely top, top, top fella. You couldn't meet nicer than Loves football, loves yeah. football. So I've kind of been keeping an eye on him since, ever since he was at Limerick FC, and he like, he's gone to a wide variety of places, and he seems to have done very well. Coach him, wise, you know, so they could have a right good one on their hands there. Exactly. Um. So we put out a couple of weeks ago, okay, just before Christmas. Um, we asked what was everyone's favorite moment from the club in the last two years. So I'm gonna read out some of the ones that are there, and then I'll get you to give me yours. So, with a lot of people, it's it's beaten UCD 4-1 in the Cup, or at loan away 4-1 in 2021. Uh, Evan O'Carroll saying that having a team to support, just in general. Um, Luke Kennedy said there's three results to send out, UCD in the Cup. Um, he said that's the club's best night in the history so far. Beating Cork in Cork and Shelburne when Clyde scored to make it 2-2 after being 1-0 up and then going 2-1 up. Um, Robert McNamara beating Cork 2-0 away in Turner's Cross. Um, Willie Armstrong's Thunder Bastard of a goal against Shelburne in the first season. Um, then you had a couple of players come in in the current saying Tommy Barrett falling over the gear bag in the middle of fucking us out of it after the game. <laughs> <laughs> To which Tommy replied, who puts wheels on a gear bag? And then you had 
Jack Lynch say Joe Collins doing front flips outside Munro's is up there. I'd love to see videos of any of those. Shirley Keelan has, has, has a video there of, of Tommy yeah. Brown over. <laughs> that one will never see the light of day. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you though, like, when you think about it though, like, for a club that's only two years old, that's some list already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't even actually have my favourite in it. Any well, of that list so far. Why would you I think be? my favourites so far would probably have been... No, we've had some absolutely great ones, but just given everything, is the away trip to Atlone. Because, oh, like, yeah. we, hadn't had a, we hadn't had a club for a year. Fans were just about getting back in. Um, you know, the whole COVID thing. So we did. We thought it was going to be another year before we got in the way of the... And we got to go up there and what a result. And Jack Lynch scored a worldly. It was just... Oh, that was just one of them days where you, you, you couldn't have wrote it better, you know? And Craig Dawson fell down the steps. Craig Dawson nearly broke his back, yeah. <laughs> like that like that was a great day. That was absolutely unbelievable. Like all of them that you've mentioned, they were all great days as well. And obviously, um, one of the most enjoyable days I've ever had in football was last year in the up in Derry. Yeah. I know the result didn't go away, but just the performance for the lads to, to, to you know, I think they made everyone proud on television and like just it was just a great day. The people at Derry are brilliant and you know, all that stuff like that, but all that stuff. But yeah, look, there's, there's so many there. Um, um, going off forgetting as well, when we started to get a, a few fans into the away stand in the first season as well, and we had them play us rocking, there was, there was great nights there, you know, and we've had two very, well, we nearly had one that I think would have been the best of the lot up in UCD, and we almost came back the first time in the playoffs, you know, it's, yeah, there's been so, like, the club was only there two years, and, there's so many, like I know I'm already forgetting more as well. Like just, just, just so many. But yeah, I think that loan away, especially if you were to, if I speak out a moment, even in that that game, Jack Lynch's goal up there, you know, it's unbelievable. Um, hopefully more more nights like that to come, please, God. Exactly, exactly. What's yours? What's yours, Jimmy? I'm going to say those last four or five games, and in the first year. The crowds, we were, I was only looking back at videos, the noise we made was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, they were brilliant. They were just, they were just something else. Like it, it was something even when I first watched Limerick, like I experienced it, but I never experienced it like that. Like I suppose I was too young to realise what was going on then, like, you know. But, I think if if you could actually sit just, I think if you could just sit lads down properly, like a big group of lads from say, all the different groups, that go to games like from our Blue Army and from all different and just get them to talk about the last two years properly like about the nights they've had in their memories if you could get a video of that and throw it out which you definitely sell season tickets off the back of it because honestly I know we're, we're going on about it again but like the club deserves this sport and like uh, I think people are mad like if they don't give it a try at, at some stage this year because uh, just thinking about it there as well like I supported League of Ireland for a long 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 time at this stage like and I went 10, 15 years with probably not even as many great nights and great memories with Limerick FC and all them in the last two years with Treaty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been, definitely been something special anyway. Um, yeah, I suppose, look, Kevin, on that, before we go, if there's any other business that you want to bring up or anything you want to talk about, but give us 
it'll give their 30 second spiel to fans as to why they should get the season tickets get behind everything like I just said look it's 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 more than just just watching the football look it, I only know you through this Jamie do you know how many yeah. people how many friends have you made from just going to the games you know mm. like I know a lot of other people who have made friends for life from going to the games it's more than just a game of football it's more yeah. than just the results on the pitch. It's it's genuinely a little community. Like you'll you'll make friends for life. You'll make memories for life. That like, look, what are you going to be doing on a Friday night, spending yeah. twelve quid or whatever it is, fifteen quid on a match ticket or whatever, or getting your season ticket come, comes out at nine quid a game or something? Is it? Yeah, something like, something like that. Yeah, like you can go to pubs every night. You know, you can yeah. go to pubs every single week and do the exact same thing. And grand, you'll have your laugh with your pals having your few drinks, but you'll have your laugh and your few drinks and your laugh with your pals at a 3D game, as well as possibly making memories that you'll never, ever forget. Do you know, like yeah. things that, that things you won't ever forget, like there's kids, there's adults, there's everything that have like, we've rattled off how many there, like between the list on Twitter and myself and you just talking about it, of nights we won't ever forget. Like even when, like even if results don't go, always go your way and you don't always win the games, like I think you'll probably agree with me, like, Anyone who was up in Derry last year will never forget that as one of the best nights they've ever had. No, unbelievable. Best days they've ever had, and we and, and we lost. <laughs> so, like, yeah. and there is more to come. Like, it's it's you're you're not like, you're not going out here with a lot of prima donnas, a lot of fucking Ronaldo types, stamina, pitches, and all this. You're going up supporting lads who will give a hundred percent and who have given us these nights and who guaranteed will give more nights. Like, trust me, you can spend whatever. Like, the season tickets aren't even. They're not even, you know, they're not even two hundred quid. Yeah, and that's it. Trust, trust me, when you get one of those nights, like you're talking about, like say when we got into the away stand and the place was rocking. If you get one of those nights, when everything goes, when the result goes the right way, and the place is rocking and everything is going, you trust me, when you walk out of that ground, you'll be thinking to yourself, "I would have given two hundred quid just for tonight." Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's nothing like it. Like, when I go back again, sorry, when you tell me, think of a moment, when you confirm the playoffs the first year, I think it was Athlone at home, Red scored a penalty to make it 1-1. Yeah. And yeah. It was probably the worst game of football because we were just obviously holding out for a draw at the time, but the memories afterwards and all the players came over to us and I think Red... Red holding the player. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll never forget it. Like, I'll never forget, like, there was only, like, even at that, like, that was unbelievable, but, like, even though I'll never, I can still see it right now in my head as if I'm back there again with about 15 of us. I don't know if you were there, 10 or 15 of us, when Willie did score that screamer against Shells. Like, just, yeah. So many, you just so many you can pick from. And, like, the more people that actually come down and get behind it, the bigger crowds are there, the, the, the better it'll be. You know, the more rocking it'll be, the, you know, the, the more the nights will be even special. Like, trust me, like, I, it's, I, I'm not one for saying it, just to say it. Anyone listening that's undecided, anyone, like, if, if anyone's met their friends listen to this stuff that haven't they aren't diehard League of Ireland fans, trust me, just come for five, six, seven, eight, nine games. If you That's don't it. like it after that, then it's not for you. But yeah. I guarantee the chances of you getting hooked for life, if you just say give it ten games, give it ten games this year, and the chances you'll get hooked for life. And like it's you trust me, you won't regret. It. I don't know anyone that has got hooked the way we're hooked that has ever turned around and regretted it. So yeah. I, I don't want me. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, right, so Kev, we'll leave it there so and we'll 
hopefully be back next week with more signings to talk about. <laughs> Bye now. Bye now. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.